Buenas tardes, señores and señoritas. My name is Chef Tristan Rogers. Welcome to episode five of On the Backburner podcast. Today we have a special guest uh, in the name of Javi Montano. He's going to be talking about his new place coming up soon, so make sure y'all stick around. DJ Mitch the Kid, spin that shit. This is On the Backburner with executive chefs Tristan Rogers and Dominic Valenzuela. All right, we're back here for another episode up, of The Backburner. I'm Chef Tristan Rogers. And I'm Chef Dominic Valenzuela. Who do we have here today? We got Chef Javi Montano. Yes. This beautiful man. I wish I wish this microphone had a camera attached Seriously. to it. This, this Seriously. is a beautiful man, man. Very well, handsome. Uh, Very eccentric gentleman. I'm a lot here. of chefs don't have like the... You know the look yeah. and the. If you're if you're going bald, you have to accentuate <laughs> some some other things. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you got a you got a great hat game, man. Yeah. I've been in this guy's house. Seriously, you got a great hat game. Thank Seriously, you. that's yeah. a, that's a big thing. It kind of goes with the show, right? Yeah. Right, absolutely. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, give our viewers a little bit of background about you. Or nah. not, I shouldn't say viewers. Yeah, listeners. Listeners. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> listeners. <laughs> give our listeners um, a little background and well, a little. Uh, first off, thanks for having me, y'all. It's nice to be here. And uh, um, I'm uh, Chef Avi, and I've uh, been in. I was born and raised in Albuquerque. I've been a chef for. 33 years almost. Uh, I've been cooking for 33 years and haven't been a chef that whole time, you know. Um, yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, and uh, um, let's see, I uh, spent uh, 18 of those years in uh, San Francisco in the Bay Area, you know, and um, came back and opened up our small food truck, uh, Malagueñas. Uh, Latin American tapas. I don't know if anybody here remembers that. Woo! Yeah, no. yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. And uh, my wife and I ran that, and it ran its course. And uh, um, I've been employed, unemployed now for about a year, and it's just weird. You know? Just remind everybody we're getting out of the pandemic, you yeah. know, and possibly right back into it, you know. Ooh. So it's very understandable, you know. Well, as of all like restaurateurs and and industry people, you know, like uh, that's a huge concern, you know, mm-hmm. like. Um, I mean, it's it's smart to try and open up, open up a business right now, and maybe not, you know, like right. It's know. like a double-edged sword, just because it is. You know, there's so many businesses that closed, which you know, makes great opportunity for other people. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a real thing. Uh, so my wife and I are trying to open up our uh, first uh, brick and mortar. Um, I've, I've kind of gone the the slow and low road for so many years to mm-hmm. really kind of do it right and develop this concept called Pecan River Provisions, where you know, it's mostly chicken, um, but uh, the rotisserie chicken still is a show. We put a, mm-hmm. a rub on there with uh, pecan coffee from New Mexico Pinion Coffee Company and wow. bueno red chili and sugar and salt and garlic. And it just really makes the birds uh, sing. Sing. I mean, just like, <laughs> yeah, and it's going to, you know, we're going to have a, a, a standing rotisserie. So you'll be able to smell it and right. smell it the house and, you know, and see it. And everybody's going to want one of them birds, you know. Right. Um, and nobody's doing that. It's a very under underserved thing here in Albuquerque. Um, right. And, and, you know, so we're kind of trying to fill that void and, and, and fill that spot. I think rotisserie chicken always has that spot in my heart where, like, you know, I'm never... I would never turn down rotisserie chicken. Who does? You slice me off a juicy leg of rotisserie <laughs> style. Right. That beautiful glazed skin, you know, uh, just juices pouring out. I think the last place that actually did that, actually I worked at, it was called uh, Zia Rotisserie. Oh. Uh, that was a, a Louisiana-based restaurant that came out here in New Mexico. It's actually 
in the spot where you're going to wow. be building your uh, oh, really? second location, not oh. in the same spot. Uh, Rock and Brews. Okay. That yeah. used to be Zia Rotisserie Grill. Oh, wow. And we did all rotisserie meats. We did rotisserie chicken. We did rotisserie beef. We did yeah. prime rib. What's up? We did, uh, we did veal. So it was basically like an American churrasco. Yeah, yeah, right. With a Louisiana Asian flair. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. Asian but it was, it was really good. It was really good stuff. And I think that was the last place that actually did rotisserie well, yeah, chicken. Well, well, what circuit was this? Like years wise, circuit yeah. is that what, is that, that what you're years ago. God, that was. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 49 this year. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be 39. So I guess <laughs> uh, I want to say 2003, 2004. Oh, wow. Okay, mm -hmm. that was a, yeah, that's a lifetime ago. <laughs> honestly, seriously, uh, but yeah, that was the last place I know that did, and we you know we tied them. You know, rubbed them and, yeah. and did all that stuff. Tied them, rubbed them. Tied them, tied them, rubbed them. You sure yeah. it was a rotisserie? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a, that's a neat concept because a lot of people. You're right. A lot of people aren't doing that, and it's it's getting back to kind of like that that uh, old school way of cooking. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and we we're gonna rely on brines and rubs and nothing tricky. You know, mm -hmm. it, it is it is good cooked home food uh, with with some flair. You know, like, so it's, and it won't just be all chicken, uh, with the, uh, word provisions, we can do whatever we want, basically, right. you know, uh, but, you know, so I'm probably going to start out with, like, forchetta, Ooh. you know, and then, uh, all that's going to be dripping onto potatoes. So, is, nice. tell our, tell our yeah. listeners what that is, though. Oh, porchetta? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> porchetta is a wrapped bacon, basically, mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, uh, the fat back and... Um, and you want the crispy uh, side of it, and it's also the loin too. Everything mm -hmm. meets right up, right there together in one slab. And you, you uh, <clears throat> uh, chop herbs up. I do oregano and rosemary and garlic, you know, and salt. And then you season it like you would uh, pancetta, mm -hmm. you know. And then you roll it all together, and then you put a put it on a spit, and you. Roast it for about three hours, slow and load about 225. Wow. You know, and it comes out, and the outside is just crispy goodness, and the inside is just tender killerness, you know, and we're going to do a sandwich with it, you know. Yeah. I'm wow. Char some, char some broccolini and do something creamy on some focaccia. Ooh. And, yeah, that's a, that's a Sammy, huh? <laughs> I'm fucking hungry. Right. have us a pork Sammy. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but, hungry. Yeah, this, the star of the show is the, <laughs> the chicken, the rotisserie chicken, and I mean, where can you go to get one? You can go to Sam's. You can go to Costco, mm -hmm. and those Albertsons. are just uh, yeah. Those, those are just uh, poor birds. Mm -hmm. Poor poor <laughs> birds. You know? poor, I mean, no love. Know, <laughs> hey, I, I can't. I'm on a budget, I'll do it. I can't yeah, talk yeah, shit because yeah, like, I totally do. I lived off of those when I was <laughs> right? a fucking up and coming line you. cook working at Chili's. Totally. Hold on. Uh, I, you know what I mean? If I don't have to cook it, <laughs> it's grand. <you> know? <laughs> so, um, I'm not. I'm not dogging that, but I also want. Uh, what did COVID, COVID teach us that we're gonna that we need to have uh, family meal packages mm -hmm. ready to go, right? Uh, right? Combinations of things so that moms and parents or whomever can just come pick it up, mm -hmm. you know, and take True. it so there's less contact, and so that's gonna be a big part of the plan. The 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 deal is for forty dollars or we haven't figured it out just yet. Forty dollars, you're gonna get the whole bird. I'm gonna part it out. You know, and uh, the uh, smash Yukon Gold uh, potatoes 
in the uh, smoked butter and you know smoked and then a side of mojo sauce nice. wow. so, yeah and so you go pick it up and that's dinner for four right there you know right. that's a great idea yeah and we'd like to get a little money on some sides you know mm -hmm. have three or four sides and we'll have desserts and we'll have grab and go you know um, but there's nothing like that that exists I guess Boston Market tried to do that was kind of but they did that, like that the mix match thing yeah but it's yeah. fucking Boston Market yeah so not gonna yeah. I don't think we'll ever get a sponsor from Boston Market <laughs> right I'm okay with not getting a sponsor yes, for them. Yeah, I, don't, right. I wouldn't want to be associated with that <laughs> shit. No, we love Costco. That's yes, right. we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Costco, Costco, man. Find that big old bird. I will go and get your, I still get your rotisserie chicken. Oh, man. Funny story, um, my mom bought one of those, you know, one time from Albertsons, and it was supposed to be the dinner for the family, and I was like, just out of football practice and fucking ate the whole thing. She was like, that was dinner for everyone. I'm like, I'm fucking still hungry. That was an appetizer. Well, what I love about this concept, you know, as I think about it from a chef perspective, you know, and why it's, why it's smart to do is that... Um, You'll have these these leftover parts. Yeah. Maybe I mean, chances are maybe like yeah, you could you sell them, uh, you sell out for the day. Maybe you make a certain amount, you sell out through the day or whatever. Right. But then if you do the opposite to where you know you may have some leftovers or whatever, but then you take that and now you can make chicken taquitos. Now you get now you can right. still use your totally. your chef creativity mm -hmm. to make thousands upon thousands of different dishes. Totally. Using everything, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna be using everything. Everything's nice. made from scratch and. You know, um, we can't wait. I've been sitting on this uh, uh, for close to a little over a year now, you know. Um, so we both work at a, a winery and then uh, COVID came and um, we weren't working at the winery anymore. And, and so I've had a lot of time to like self-reflect mm -hmm. and <clears throat> put this business plan together and, and, and attract the right investors and, you know, people who are like-minded for community and, and uh, chef-driven uh, concepts, you know, um, that uh, that make people feel good. And every time, you know, they have our food, they go, well, when are you guys going to open up a brick and mortar? You know, well, we're finally ready to do it. And, nice. you know, so we're just looking on the spot. We hope this one's going to work out. We looked at about six so far. And then just, you know, something's, something's off or the cost of the build up's too much. Right. You know, or something. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, fingers crossed, Berkey. <laughs> you know? Good rule of thumb is like when it's when it's ready when it's, it's meant to be it'll yeah. happen like you well, can't time, you time. can't force you know yeah. I mean you could do your part telling us yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. Relax, seriously dude. Like, seriously trust me you know, <laughs> they need it now we were just talking about that not too long ago <laughs> yeah. like God man things you know we're, we're we want it now but yeah. it's like you know it doesn't work all that way but well, sometimes it's good to have you guys because you guys are have your own restaurants and have been in the business just, you know, close to as long and then have, you know, have that knowledge already, you know, mm -hmm. so to have your advice or, you know, just uh, brotherhood is, is mm -hmm. you know, um, to be a part of that makes it feel so much better when you've done it this long mm -hmm. and you're like, well, no, I got my bros, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and they're looking out. You know, mm -hmm. um, I appreciate that. Yeah, and that's huge, and I'll be doing the same. Well, honestly, like seriously, like you, you know, having that year off and 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 having time to think about it and having time to, to really put things in into play and, oh, and yeah. kind of like you know be very structured with it. I mean, a lot of people don't get that. Like I, I, I was very fortunate because I did have a year to plan, but I was yeah. also still working. Yeah. In a restaurant, you know what I mean. So yeah. you know, I wish I would have had. 
the whole time. You know, the time to kind of just really like perfect and get yeah. ready for it. Yeah, you, you know, don't get so to look like this without a year off, man. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. I'm telling you, I look like this, and I haven't had a year off. What do you mean? <laughs> It's hard work looking this good. That's right. Damn hard work. On that, you know, we do a lot of reflection, and, and so you know, I'm, I'm and because of COVID and, and kind of the times and in our industry, you know, there has been a um, a, a, a good light and a bad light shine. Mm -hmm. The bad light is the uh, unforgiving hours on your mm -hmm. feet and you know uh, um, you know uh, so many personalities and there could just be some some uh, dysfunction in in the in the restaurant business and that's right. and, and young people uh, are seeing that right so they're like yeah why do I want to go work over there making 16 bucks an hour or whatever you know and, and yeah well, I mean, and, and at the same time, it's like, well, then you you're not doing it for the love, you know what you I mean? Really like, love it. I mean, I do love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every every step I took, Com every every Com uh, compare it to other careers where you don't have to work as hard, mm -hmm. or you know, like a, and, no, I couldn't do it. I've tried. Well, it. I couldn't either, and that's why I've I still them. love the business. <laughs> Hold on, but you're, we're also old school, right? It's not what the it's not what the young uh, culinarians are are getting these days. There's right. mental health. There's yep. I, uh, we open up this place. I won't be able to offer health insurance. Mm -hmm. You know. So how are how am how am I going to create a space that people want to come and work mm -hmm. and people want to come and eat? Right. So that is all on one person to to create that atmosphere. Like uh, what's her name was talking? Kate. Yeah, Kate. Kate. You Kate know, from uh, uh, perfect, happy accidents. Yeah. Thanks. Um, uh, she nailed it. You know, it was like how I, I want to create a space where people want to work, mm -hmm. and you see it. I just jumped on her Instagram as where she was saying, "I don't need to be the Instagram." I'm looking at her Instagram. <laughs> you know? um, but there was a picture with her and her staff, and you know, usually when you see those pictures, there's somebody kind of like distraught in the back, look like he might come in later and stab everybody. You know, mm -hmm. but, you know. Um, Everybody looked happy, like they were mm -hmm. genuinely happy because she created a, a, a good space for people to work in. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the norm now. So we have to, like what we were talking about earlier, we have to kind of, um, uh, for me, you know, I'm so justified in my head if I'm right, you know, like hell be it, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna let everybody know, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, I need to just make sure that people like to come and, and right. you know, like to like to show up every day and, and you know so you can't say hey leave your problems at the door but you can't what I'd say is I say look we have all these problems I got the same problems you know or maybe they're not the same but you know I can't control that any any, any of that when I'm here right you know, I, and that's still gonna be there when I get out mm -hmm. you know so make this place your sanctuary absolutely there is um, that line you know we we have accepted hospitality as our industry you know so yeah. there does come that point of you know we gotta we gotta just watch it at the door or you know we just don't hold on to it we talk about there, it you yeah, know right, when when at proper times we pull somebody aside we talk about it you know yeah. but we, we're not intimidated to do these things like we no. we do them because it's gonna make us better or whatever and make us help us do our job better because ultimately we want to provide something great for, for somebody that comes in or whatever that yeah. deserves it. You know, they, they work hard equally. Right. And as a customer, you know, they come into our establishment. Yeah. They shouldn't have to 
deal with our extra baggage too. We right. should we should we should be dialed in that we're working now and right. you know we're gonna get to the service. But we shouldn't as owners, as managers too, we shouldn't we should be able to staff and to set people up uh, with systems that so that way they know what their what their job is, what they come and do or whatever. So it's not so much of like figuring it like every day they figure it out. You know what I mean? Like uh, what do you call it? Controlled chaos. Yeah, it's, right. it's more systemized. And I know what my job is. I'm coming in. I have my checklist. Boom, boom, boom. We're doing all these things. Yeah. That way, if anything goes wrong, like you know that you did your part. Okay. So then we find out where the leak is or where the problem right. is, and, and we address that. You know. But 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 still, like I think that um, you know that too as the leaders. You know, um, you know we took the the mental health first aid course, mm-hmm. and just that. And being able to notice these things, like in our industry, it's easy to see somebody come in like they just got out of bed, you know, and and sure, maybe they did because of partying or just staying up (laughs) tonight. They just still, they got, they were wired from all the adrenaline from last night. Right. Right. Still haven't really come down in the morning or whatever. But um, there's a difference between those who, you know, they're still with it. And then some that are just like on a decline, like we just notice them progressively day after day after yeah. day after day and we're mm-hmm. like you, if you don't take the opportunity to go talk to that person as right. as a leader right. you know you're you're not doing your part and that person's an investment towards your business yep towards absolutely. your mental health like too you know mm-hmm. like now that's that's like uh, putting it all on teachers they're, mm-hmm. they don't have to be they're supposed to be the teachers they don't need to be the parent too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like but and so it seems like it's putting a lot on the manager or the owner mm-hmm. or the whomever you know is the leader but um that's the game and you know that's that's what you're there to do i want to i want to have a place where you know a family could come in with a you know 17 year old kid and little johnny or sarah whatever you know doesn't know what they want to do and they look at another kid that's close to their age and go i can do that mm-hmm. you know and this place would be a cool place to work right you know or, or uh, you know where a parent would be like hey you know, what do you think about getting a job here, maybe? Right. You know, like, that's that's when, you know, you hit the mark and people want to, people gravitate towards you to want to work with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and that's the coolest thing we could do, I guess. Let's, uh, let's take a step back yeah. and kind of talk about, now that you're going through the steps of, you know, open up your brick and mortar, let's yeah. talk about, on a general level, if people want to make that jump. You know what I mean? What are yeah. some of, what are some of the things and and the guidelines and all this stuff you know that you're going through now that our listeners you know wherever they may be if they're thinking about making that jump what right. what, what what are some of the advice and some of the steps that you're taking right now to get that done? Uh, well, thank you. Um, I'll I'll say uh, um, the the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to take it both. Mm-hmm. Just as like uh, you know when something bad happens or. It's concentrated and it's negative, and you know, does everybody take the same amount of time that they take to recognize the bad things as they do the good things? Mm-hmm. So when the good happens and you have a great night of service or a great day or something, you know, then you congratulate the staff and you say, "Look, you guys, thank you. This is what it's about—the feeling that when you aced it over there, because we got a team to gel and get together." You know, and this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So I give them the, the, the good and the bad, like right up. How much do you want to know? It's not all good and it's mm-hmm. not all bad, you mm-hmm. know, um, but you got to love it. Yeah. You know, I, I tell uh, young uh, people who haven't been cooking too long, you know, I say, uh, um, you know, what's going to make you stand out? 
that guy over there or that gal over there, that gal over there, run circles around it. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's fast and thorough and takes direction well. Mm-hmm. You know, and that guy right there, his knife skills are sick. You know, like, you know, so what's going to make you stand out as a, you know, as a client? I said, you got to start out with the fundamentals first. You got to be on time. You say you're going to do something, you got to do it. You know, and you got to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that goes so long for a, a chef or a restaurant owner in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, and I say it's not all good. We're not going to have a great night every night. You know, sometimes I might have to like go, hey, stop. Mm-hmm. We're not jealous. It's not happening. You know, let's let's reboot. Let's rethink it. You know, mm-hmm. um, and say, you know, but then we're gonna work it out. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it afterwards. No, we're not gonna kill a dead horse, but we're gonna you know we're gonna talk it out and um, and then hopefully feel good about our uh, whatever decision we made. You know, um, going forward, and you know, like, and then say, hey, what do you want to know? Right. You know, come like, together afterwards and be like, kind of like, hey, like, what, what are yeah. we gonna do here? What do you do? You have any questions for right. me? You know, like I've been doing it for thirty-three years. Right. You know, I've probably done it, witnessed it, made these mistakes over. You know, um, but you have to love it. Mm-hmm. You know, what's some of the advice you'd give somebody? On a, again, on a general level, about opening up another restaurant, like opening your like restaurant, like yeah, because uh, you're you're going through it right now. Oh uh, yeah, uh, like you're 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 um, walking through the fire. You're walking on the coals. I you're, think it's it's fun. Yeah, my wife's a little freaked out, but you know, like, <laughs> I think every wife is freaked out. Right, yeah, my like, fucking nuts. Well, and it's and it's it's like that too. You guys have tried and true concepts already in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. You know, so. If somebody wanted to, you know, was and they're attractive, you know, because of who you guys are, mm-hmm. and so if somebody wants to go and invest, it'd be easier. You've already got a tried and true concept mm-hmm. right over there. I've had people turn away because it's just not a tried and true concept yet. Mm-hmm. It will be. It's gonna. You there know, you go. Like I've been waiting my whole life to do this. That's the attitude. Yeah. Time. So yeah, we're in a fire, you know. But right. take the good and the bad, man, and right. you know, like I'm just I, I operate with lists. Mm-hmm. I'm the list guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I bought. Uh, Went to Sam's and my uh, I bought my wife the the large legal pads the what thirteen by eleven or whatever mm-hmm. you know or eight by eleven you know and I I like the smaller ones right you know so every single day everybody's got to have a, a pad mm-hmm. and a pencil or a pen right over there you know and so if we go over something I say write it down yep you know take I'm a, a firm believer in that thank you you know mm-hmm. and then and if they ask the question uh, uh, repeatedly I go. Look in your notebook. Yeah. We already went over that. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm a big, I hate repeating myself. Write so, down what the fuck I tell you. Totally. Yeah. Like, so, seriously. Thank you. And hold on. And that's like, that's something I wish I did when I was a, a young cook too. You know, write, wrote down all the, the recipes that you learned. Well, I, I did. That's yeah. why I'm a firm believer in it. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're not, it's not stealing somebody's recipe. The recipes could, you could tweak a little something now it's yours. What? You know, yeah. no, you're not robbing somebody's recipes. You're looking and, and remembering it. I, I did that with uh, my very first journal in 97 in San Francisco. And I still have the same journal. Sometimes it's flipped through it and it's like, you know, duck confit. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, it's, uh, anyway. Um, I, I endorse uh, young people working um, by keeping them task oriented, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, and saying, uh, well, time management's a huge thing, right? Right. right. So, you know, um, and you don't want to micromanage, but at the same time, uh, follow up is huge because you say, all right, look, you know, let's, what's your goal? 
Uh, it it take me 45 minutes to get through that case of zucchini mm -hmm. right over there. It might take you a little longer, you know. Let's say your goal is an hour, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, or less. You go, you go, you go higher. You go, okay. Let's say your goal is 40 minutes. You know it's going to take them an hour, right. mm -hmm. you know. Um, but then afterwards, you check in with them and go, hey, how long will it take you? Is there anything you could do? Uh, is there anything you think you could do mm -hmm. to improve on time? You know, and uh, and then let them answer, and then you tell them afterwards. Okay, uh, here's what you can do right. to improve. Oh, absolutely, I, I do that a lot with my staff. Um, you know, give them a task, watch them do it, or actually, I do it with them first. You know, I do right. it with them first, and I tell oh, them watch yeah. the clock. Yeah. You know, and then we get it done. Okay, now look at the clock when we're done. Nice. That's how quick that we got it done. So I know mm -hmm. it can be done this quick. Like I, right. I never ask anything of my staff that I wouldn't do first. Thank you. You know, but. Then yes, there's that that learning curve with them, and there's like this, um, just they they don't have the muscle memory yet, yeah. you know, to do it. So it does take longer sometimes. So being patient with that, it's hard. Yeah. So, <laughs> it can be hard. So, it can be hard because you're like, we got all these things to do, and I got all this stuff that I want to get right, done and serve so, all these people, but we're not gonna get it done if you're moving like that. Well, so in our uh, P and L, I wrote in. Uh, thousand bucks uh, a month for training mm -hmm. and I could fall under anything you know yeah. probably gonna put uniforms in there but you know um, but you know if I can't just hire cooks and all right you're in the fire you know like I need to train them for probably four days mm -hmm. at least you know so that's part of the budget of running a restaurant so you have skilled people back there knowing what they're doing and especially when you're playing with fire and hot and, and knives you know, like, yeah, so I mean, that's a huge liability too. So it's on us to train them and make sure that they're strapped before they even, you know, uh, do stuff. I mean, it's incredibly hard too, like right now during this time to, um, like, I understand it from the employees' uh, perspective too. Like, there's so many employees that are just putting out application after application. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm the type of guy now that, like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm hiring over the phone. Sometimes because I just need I need positions filled, yeah. you know. It's all higher over the phone. They'll come in, the work we agree upon everything. They make it three days, then all of a sudden I get a text before they're supposed to show up. I Damn. just that just didn't work out for me, but I got it something else, you know. So this industry starting up a restaurant yeah. is so hard, especially when you calculate how much grinding you've already done to get here, yeah. and then now you're like this is like the hardest part of the grind is like. The elevation just went up a couple degrees, and now we're doing straight climbs up. Yeah. You know because things are falling off right away. You know, and you're having to pick them up, and you're having to hold a lot. Yeah. But I will say that that grind, when you like, when you can actually start to see like you're making it to the crest. You know, you're getting you're getting a little ground on it. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Uh, it's such a good feeling. Like I almost think about it like we're we're having to grind harder than it's actually going right. just to get ahead of it so we have time to think before those mistakes actually happen. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't sound bad at all. Like, you, I, you, know? you guys are like talking about like right when you're 
fucking already open. These are the problems. <laughs> right? Let's, let's talk about the problems you have before you even fucking open. Oh, yeah. Build oh, out. Yeah. Deadline. City. Yeah. Fucking people well, trying to fuck you hey, over. I'm going to be all up in that. Uh, that's what, that's, that's what, I, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Find yeah. Finding we a contractor is... Actually, you know, tough, right? we're at a good point now with Hollow Spirits where, you know, I can take off and, and go golfing. I've been golfing. <laughs> nice. And uh, I like it. Nice. Hey, that's, um, hey, that's a reflection on you man because you you know I appreciate that, that I that appreciate is, that that is the tried and true thing if you're able to train your staff and, and the place can run without you right. without, without you freaking out right. you know then why do you need to kill yourself well that's why that's why I'm golfing but we were talking <laughs> about the shit that happened you know beforehand and all, like you know we, we're going on three years now yeah. you know what I mean so Woo. you know we're uh, but the conversation about all the shit we had to, I mean, there was about three occasions where we almost shut down uh, before the business even fucking took off. Uh, you know what I mean? And then let's not talk about the hardships that you go through. I mean, I mean, we talked. I don't know if we talked about, uh, you know, our producer Alex here. He, he the first time he came in on a Friday night, and, so and there was us. one other table in there. No, <laughs> one table. There was one, no, not uh, even. <laughs> just Frank at right? the bar. Just Frank at the, the bar, bar yeah. looking distraught. <laughs> no yeah. other table. Man. No, yeah, it's true. Frank, Frank's a big dude, dude. He looks like distraught. You're like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. No, no, no. Like, I came in, and it was, it was a first date. I had brought a girl in because yeah. of you. Yeah. Because you kept attacking me and all this hollow spirit stuff. And I was like, what's the deal with this place? Yeah. Bring a girl in. Nobody else in the bar except for the owner, Frank, head in his hands, sitting at the bar, yep. stressed out. Yeah. And then you walk in, and Tristan and I have had a relationship before hollow spirits. Right. We used to work together. I used to produce television. So. We knew each other for a few years, so I was like coming in, see this guy, he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm just like, yeah, thanks for, you know, because, but, you know, but then Frank told me what he wanted to do with the business, and it just, you know. It just, it it just. It made sense. It made sense. But But, but at that point, think about it like this, you know, distillery, we want a fucking restaurant, you know, didn't have a kitchen. Cooking out of a fucking food truck. Yeah. Fucking plates on back order. Had to serve on fucking paper plates. Yeah. Didn't have a dishwasher. Didn't have plumbing. Well, we have plumbing. You shouldn't mention that part, man. (laughs) No, we have plumbing. (laughs) We didn't have plumbing to a certain part of the building, but we have plumbing to where we needed to have plumbing. Um, so you started out in the this, scrappiest. We started off in the, in the shittiest, most awful conditions, and and you know that's that's where these people need to know is yeah. is there's not oh it's not always an incline. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's at some points me and Frank literally at the bar like what the fuck were we thinking? Right. Totally. Like what the fuck were we thinking? But we never stopped. You know what I mean? But we never, we never, we never not once not believed in what we were trying to do. And we, we, we you know what I mean? Now we, you're golfing and you got, some of the best, <laughs> you got some of the best food in the queue. Thank you. You know, and you. you guys created a, a cool thing. Mm-hmm. So that was right during like, uh, what, when distilleries just became. We were know? the fourth distillery to open up mm-hmm. in Albuquerque. Nice. Now there's. 
How many now? No, there's over 50 now or some it shit like that. Yeah, uh, don't quote me because right. Frank would be like, yeah. yeah. like no, nah, that ain't the right fucking answer. I'm going to say 50 because it makes us look cool. All right. So <laughs> fuck off. Well, probably realistically like 20. Realistically 20. Or something. Well, but, hey, but, I mean, being amongst industry people and I mean... Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do something that's competing uh, in the neighborhood right. or, or y'all's style. But to have y'all's references is is, is huge. Well, you know, because I mean, uh, Dom was one of my references uh, uh, through our through my brother, right? When he had Taco Time, mm-hmm. or, or uh, no, uh, that's what your truck was called, right? Sorry. And uh, and then you sold it, and then you moved to uh, San Diego. Yeah. Right. And I was actually looking at buying your my old truck. Your old truck. Yeah. And but then I knew that it, uh, um, that was before I purchased our little small truck. Mm-hmm. You know, or trailer. Right. And uh, yeah, I remember so, I I actually yeah I, I had proposed to Sean. Sean came and he checked it out. Yeah. Because uh, you were moving back from San Francisco. Exactly. So I was moving to San Diego. He was moving back from San Francisco. We had never met, but I had uh-huh. been, I had been just watching you on Facebook and stuff like that and just kind of, uh, you know, man-crushing on him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're So I was like, you know, that would be perfect. You know, like, hey, if your brother wants my truck, you know, I'm looking to sell it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out for well, whatever That reason. was also your starter. You mm-hmm. started out with the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so you guys were doing uh, the food out of the food truck, and uh... we rented a food truck from oh, a friend wow. of mine. Wow, um, he actually ch- charged us uh, monthly for it, obviously, because he wasn't using it. Right. And, he, and he 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 really just kind of did it as a hobby. But uh, I don't know what he's doing with it now. But he uh, he was kind enough to to help you out to help us yeah. out when we needed it, and Jeez. it got us through. But at the same time. Um, with getting the kitchen built out and the hood and it all like being set back three months and the guys who fucking installed our hood were fucking assholes. We Don't, did this. I'm sorry. We did this. We're same probably thing. not gonna get a sponsor from uh, New Mexico uh. Restaurant Association, <laughs> but they can go fuck themselves. Hey, well, uh, I'm sorry, hey. Alex. Give me all the looks you want. Uh. Fuck them <laughs> and fuck how they run business and well. fuck you, Terrence. There there I'm go. saying, Damn. yeah, hey, yeah, I went there. I, well, hold on, how do you feel about it, man? Don't <laughs> <laughs> go back, Tristan. Tell, tell us how you feel. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is the back burner. This is the back burner. Oh, that's it's just, our show. That shit's been burning in the back. It's been burning in the back for sure. Yeah, feel the burn. Fuck you. Fuck you. But like I said, you know, because of this great friend of mine, his name is Eric Ponder. He like you know what I mean. He did a lot. Of, he did a lot of great things. It was able. It was. It was enough for us t- to show Albuquerque like, hey, look, like we're not just gonna do shitty bar food. Right. We're gonna do really, totally. really good food. Well, you know, and that's great because that would have been your other option was just to hire out, just to just right. to schedule other food trucks to come and sell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, no, that's no, that's us. Because no. our our, got, our original idea was to have a kitchen a year a year uh, no. after. Lord, no. And that was kind of the idea, but because we got to do the food, you know, went to the bottom line. We were able to build out the kitchen yes. in, in such a fa- in a faster way. Yeah. Um, so I did a little bit of consulting, and, and uh, there's some people that bought some properties, and this is all via our investors, and and uh, um, you know, I've done a lot of things. I've started a lot of things, you know, um, and the first thing I, I tell somebody who's wanted to do a distillery 
or a brewery, mm -hmm. you know, is to build out a kitchen. Right. Mm -hmm. And offer something. We were one of the first. Yeah. We were one of the first to actually have one, yeah. a kitchen in there, and now everyone yeah. wants to do it, and it's and it's smart. Totally, and I tell them that's the alternative. Is now you're going to have to hire food trucks yep. to come by, and you don't and get any of that revenue though. You don't get any of that revenue. So that's what I'm saying. Like you're almost us. Totally. Well, <laughs> seriously though, you got to pay the fucking electric bill. Well, what's it going to cost to build out the kitchen? 100k. Uh, it was yeah. we we were very fortunate, so it didn't call it. Actually, uh, you guys remember Claim Jumper? Mm -hmm. Claim Jumper when it went down in business, uh, they did an auction for for all their all their equipment, all their equipment, their, Ooh, all the shit that was nice. in the in the place. So I was like, this is a long shot, but we bid on the range, we bid on the grill, we bid on the two fryers and an auto shop. And we got it all nice. for yeah. literally about three grand. What? Nice, dude. Yeah. That's what. So we lucked like we, it, it was blessings upon blessings upon blessings, and and that's how and that's how we got all our equipment. Except for that fucking hood. Except yeah. for that. For, well, the hood, <laughs> the hood, the prep tables, the fucking freezer, right, and the refrigerator, and there's something else I'm sure. And we're still paying back on that to restaurant, uh, New Mexico Restaurant Association, because it was leased to us. Oh, wow. But that's fuck where you, the, still. Dang. We're paying our bills, so fuck you. Hey. It doesn't matter, right? Dirty we're not delinquent. Yeah. Fuck you, New Mexico <laughs> hey, Restaurant they Association. Hey, chef of the year, 2020, man. No, oh, no, no not, not New Mexico Restaurant uh, Association? Not association. Did I, am I saying the wrong one? That's ones? what you said. You yeah. saying that the whole time. Like, fuck. <laughs> Let me be clear, it wasn't New Mexico Restaurant Association. Don't edit that out, Mitch. It wasn't New Mexico Restaurant Association. It was New Mexico Restaurant Supply. Ah, I was wrong. Sorry. Totally sorry. I was like, damn, but the whole association. <laughs> Not the Mex whole state. Let me like be clear. It. That was, that was like the Kanye moment. Like, I was like, Mike Myers, like, <laughs> seriously. Ah, seriously, not New Mexico New Restaurant. New Mexico Restaurant Association don't like black people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? what? We just gave you chef of the year, motherfucker. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. We're pulling all his fucking sponsors right now. Okay, I'm sorry, New Mexico Restaurant Association. I meant New Mexico Restaurant Supply. Yeah. yeah. New Mexico Restaurant Supply can go Yeah, I was wondering how. New sorry, I'm sorry. Least you the hood and the. Seriously, time's flying by hey, that fast. On, on that note, this uh, spot that we're looking at, I mean, it sucks that whatever was there prior didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And you feel kind of bad because you know, you're walking into somebody else's thing, you know, but they couldn't, they weren't able to get their business up and running. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it feels like a, a ghost. Dead, like a ghost, like a dead skeleton, you know, so. Yeah, there'll be like a shaman and some sage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's that's a good yeah, right? Totally. What, um, what did you say the name of it was before? Um, I don't know. Was it was it Japanese? Dude, Japanese. I think, I think it was associated with Sushi King. Oh, oh okay. And because you know they have what four Sushi Kings or five, you know, and uh, there was a there's a guy who's a, a Thai guy. He was associated with them. I think this guy was associated with them. He wanted to do his own thing. I was trying to do that teppanyaki thing, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I love, you know. Right. I really didn't love to do, you know, to right. sit down and see all the flips and tricks. He's mesmerized. Yeah, uh, right. But uh, whatever their build out or however they did things, it's leaving a great shell uh, for whomever gets that spot and hopefully oh. it's us. So, yeah, and with a lot of equipment that's in there, 
Now it's in the price per rent, you know. Mm-hmm. They'll be leasing it, you know, but it's there already. That's huge, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Like, well, that's, that's one of the major things of like when you, you know, why like a food truck is great to to get going, right? You know, and actually to get into the public eye and to make contact with customers and let them try your food and, and like create figure, a base, yeah, and create a base and yeah. just figure out is this gonna work. You know, and then like you get enough positive motivation from totally. it, you know, and like okay, we're making great sales, we're making a profit doing right. this. Totally. Then that's what gives you the confidence to make the jump into actually investing in the brick and mortar, which is so much easier on on you because right. now you're not having to like the hustle of a food truck and set right. up a schedule to right. deal with gas to go deal Dude, with propane. Food truck rough. You'd be like living like gypsies, yo. Know? Oh, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> real totally. Talk, real talk. Yeah, in your car. If like, you do it right, though, you do. You guys did it right, so it's not like you know what I mean. Well, creating yeah. a base was what right. you know, and I mean like. People still talk about your fish tacos, man. Hey, you right. know, back in the day, dude, they were like, hey, that's the best fish taco in town. Right. Yeah. And people know? still say that. Yeah, to totally, right? Now, well, yeah, now we keep evolving. There we're at go. that time. It's yeah. the back burner time already. It's the oh, back up? burner time Shit, restaurant already. Association got yeah. the back burner if you ask me. <laughs> it wasn't Damn. the association Damn. supply. <laughs> New Mexico Restaurant Association Supply. Go for it. Yeah, right. New Mexico <laughs> Restaurant Association, you guys are amazing. <laughs> Thank New you Mexico Restaurant <laughs> Supply. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right, we're on the back burner. He's Here a little go. dyslexic. It's we're going to put 45 week, seconds you know? on the clock. All right. All right, five rapid five questions. Okay, okay. You go first. I go first this time? You go first. You got the time? All right, here we go. How many times can I answer my mom? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so so cute. Let's go I'm here. not going there. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put 45 seconds on the clock. We're gonna ask Javi a, a list of questions. He's gotta answer them as fast as he can. Yeah. Ready? Go. All right. What's in the mother sauce? Or give me five mother sauces. Uh, Holland, uh, hollandaise, espanol, uh, tomato, um, uh, Jesus, uh, velute, and uh, what's the other one? Is it demi? What? Uh, what? Well, yeah, yeah. We'll take that counts. Uh, what's your uh, best popcorn topping? Best who? Popcorn topping. Pe- oh, uh, truffle. Truffle. Truffle oil. Top three movies. Oh, uh, Man on Fire. Anything with Denzel. <laughs> you know, uh, Man on Fire. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, sorry, uh, Hell or High Water. Um, and Sicario. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite TV show of all time? Ooh, uh, Yellowstone. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I know it's a series, okay. but it's yeah. tough. That, that suits you. That suits you. That suits you. Right? Yeah. Kevin Costner is the man. That suits you very well. Yeah. Kevin Costner is the man. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Costner is the man. He's a bad cowboy. Well, Rip is the man. You guys uh, seen the series? Yeah. My wife, me and my uh, wife watch it. I we have to catch up, so do not <laughs> no, okay. Sorry, spoil dude. shit for me. I have not, but I can imagine. Oh, dude. Yeah. This uh, Rip Lots of leather. Lots of boots. That's what I'm saying. Lots of grit. Totally. I'm telling you. Yeah. so... So before we end right now, yeah, uh, let us know what we're looking for in the future. What are your plans, and where are you going to be located? Uh, I, what, I mean, tentatively. Yeah. Um, so uh, hopefully, uh, Pecan River uh, Provision starts in Knob Hill, right across from Scalo, uh, in that spot, right next to Toad Road, and um, so uh, it's uh, fast casual. You know, you go in and you order your stuff on a counter, and you know, and and. Uh, you know, uh, somebody will bring it out to you. You can have uh, drinks, and you know, um, it's it's going to be a family uh, fun place. 
you know, that every that's approachable to everybody. And nice. then, you know, once you get people hooked on the chicken, you yeah. know. But ultimately, I'd like to have three in the queue, mm-hmm. you know, um, one on the west side, very underserved on the west side. Yes. You know. Um, I agree. I live on the right, west side. Hold on. Too many chains, you know. I agree. Um, right, which is kind of our nemesis. We, we all eat there every once in a while, but it's still kind of our nemesis, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I wish that the city of Albuquerque gave uh, private-owned industry incentive, mm-hmm. you know, as I'm sure that some of the big chains get uh, tax kickback or something, you know, something. Um, And uh, so ultimately I'd like to have three Pecan River provisions, you know, I'd like to franchise it out or, you know, or let it start here and be one of those uh, cool, one of those cool spots that happened in Albuquerque, you know, like, is it going to be the same as Blake's or uh, Domino's? Eh, You know, but those are like almost household names in the whole state. Right. So that's not bad company to be in, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd like to get to that point. Uh, finally, have a, a steakhouse. There you have go. Have a Lone Mountain Wagyu beef to mm-hmm. you know, six, 60 days, ribeyes. Uh, that was fun going you know. to oh, that was Lone River's too, time. by the way. Yeah. That was a really good time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, I hope to rep them uh, when we get started, you know, nice. with a few of their products. Lone Mountain yeah. Wagyu or Lone Mountain Ranch out here now in New Mexico, Golden, Colorado. Yeah. Golden, 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 Golden yeah. uh, New Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Uh, right on the east side of the mountains, they yeah. the actually trail. have black Japanese Wagyu. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a Wagyu farm there where they raise the cattle or they, 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 they uh, start to finish. Start uh, well, to fin- they don't process. They don't process. Yeah, they again. process. Yeah, yeah they, they, they process in Nebraska. But so. some of the most amazing beef you'll ever have. Well, yeah, oh my God, yeah. Javi, thank you so much for being here. No worries. Um, we're excited about the yeah. future. Uh, uh, I am as well, and I uh, hope to keep everybody involved, and you know, and and, and create a good workspace for uh, for people, so that you know. Because I won't be able to offer health insurance. That's mm-hmm. important. You know, but like, hey, later on down the road, man, maybe. you never know, man. Yeah, That's what happens. Sometimes yeah. just a good place with good people around is enough, you know. Right. And and just to to give good leadership and good mentorship to people, I think that's that's the, the least that we can do. Totally. You know? Yeah. The, give them a safe place to come to work and to earn an honest living. Thank Absolutely. you. Um, yeah, throwing the money is a motivator for sure. <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, well, thanks for having me, guys. Um, right. Right. This yeah. has been another episode of On the Back Burner. I'm Chef Tristan Rogers. And of course, I'm Chef Dominic. Yeah. Javi Montano, thank you so yeah. much, guys, yeah. for thanks. for listening and. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Follow us at BackburnerPC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Recorded and produced in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the Backburner is hosted by Tristan Rogers of Hollow Spirits Distillery and Dominic Valenzuela of Taco Ten. Produced by Three Birds Digital LLC. Directed by Bolek Media and Marketing. Audio engineered and edited by Mitch Pavelko. Podcast intro recorded and produced by Randy Savage. Find him at savagebo.com. Original music by Rocky Rhodes. Check out his music at SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling you too. Yo, yeah. What up, queen, what it do? It's been a minute since I've seen you. I wonder what you been doing. Yeah, you probably doing what a queen do. Fanny Hollins and Balenciagas when it come to you. Cupid hit your boy with a semi-auto. Went from beta, baby mama. Yeah, don't be afraid to tell me what's the matter. Huh. I pull up in a grammy out. I'm just a good fella like.